long day. But you know what? Before we get into it, let's just might as well because we're already getting into it without getting into it. So, but I said I thought we already started. Kind of, sort of, but not really. Now we starting though. So thank you for tuning into Nonsense with Mentioning, a podcast about nothing that talks about everything. I'm here with my brother from another mother, Juan, my Present. actual brother, Mikey. I'm Nick. I always forget to introduce myself, but uh, we're doing that now because here we are. When this plays out, it's going to be year two, two years of doing this, two years of consistency. I can't believe uh, I've uh, done it. Hold up. Before we go any further, talking about forgetting to mention something. Last week, we ended a podcast talking about a book. The, the book we spoke about was The Four Agreements. We never actually yes. said the name. We had a 30-minute conversation about a book and never once mentioned the name. You're right. We all said about <laughs> how good it was, what it was about, what you could find in there. Never said it. So before we forget again, The Four Agreements by, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Don Ruiz. Very good book. Anyway, so now go ahead, Nick. Two Don years. Don Ruiz. Yeah, one was right. Look at that, yo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Please. I was saying, yo, it's, it's been two years. This is probably, we just talking about it. It's the most consistent thing I've done probably in a really long time. Where every every Sunday we get together. Yeah, here we are, man. Two years going into season three. Maybe I could talk to DS. Maybe you get that uh, that intro changed up for season three. Maybe get a little a little something, something. We see what's up. You ain't, you ain't got many days to figure that out. It's all right. Me, you know. You know how I do. I like to work under the D- gun. DS will pull that out real quick for us. I'm yeah. sure. Anyway, yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been a long, long two years. And uh, I, I feel like definitely in a different place right now, like mentally, because it is, you know. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about analytics and what people like. We're here to talk about this week, for the first time ever, I think, um, continuation from uh, what we were talking about. Last, well, not really continuation, but last week at the end of the episode, we were going to talk about uh, some stuff that Mikey had recently did that uh, made him feel, you know, a little uncomfortable, as well as some of the stuff I realized about uh, my introvertness that Mikey says is not introvertness, but I feel is introvertness because uh, I don't know how I feel yeah. about people sometimes, man. I don't know how, I don't know, maybe, I maybe, it maybe it's just my, my convenience, I, I, I don't know, maybe because I'm just so conditioned to label everything that I have to be, I don't know. Because what I, what I realized is that I got, I guess, big energy, right? So people right away think like I'm comfortable around people. But realistically, I'm really, I'm really not comfortable at all around people. Like the only reason why I end up being the loud and is when I'm comfortable. Like, I, and I just need that one person, just one person to make me feel comfortable, and then I can like break out of my shell. Then it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? But if I go somewhere where I know nobody, I'm very, very much like quiet, alone to myself until I get that one little something that gives me that sense of comfort. Like you're okay. You're not going to get eaten. No one's going to, you know, and, and then that's it. It's just all downhill from there. And it could be, it doesn't have to be somebody I know. It could just be like, for example, like if I go to a convention, it just has to be one person that's like an extrovert and that's friendly and start to talk to me. And then the minute I just like, okay, I could talk to this person. I can relax. And then I'm fine. You know what I mean? But it's up until I get to that, that feeling of comfort. Whereas, I mean, Mikey, I mean, I, I haven't heard the story. Yeah, see, but... that's, that's what I was going to say. Cause, and that's why I think you're an extrovert. Because an extrovert needs that attention with somebody to energize them, right? And so, you know, I was saying last Sunday, I, I did that, that uh, cleanup at the church, right? So I get there and uh, breakfast was at 8.30. Elaine was like, well, why don't you just wait till 9 and just go when they start cleaning? I'm like, nah, I'm going to go for breakfast. And the reason <laughs> is, um, you know, I, I feel like strongly that I, I want to help impact people. I want to make a difference. I want to help, 
you know, shape people and make my world around me a little bit better. I can't do that shit by myself in the kitchen at 4 a.m. You know what I mean? Like, I have to talk to people at some point, and there got to be other people other than you guys and other than the people I interact on Instagram because they're not really talking. You send a thing, put your phone away, you don't got to interact with them. So I go to church thing at 8.30, and like you said, Nick, right, you just need that one person to make you feel comfortable to talk. So I get there, I grab my bagel, I grab my coffee, I find the corner, and I'm like, good, I'm golden. Nobody's saying nothing to me. I'm here. Once we start cleaning, I'm going to be all right. So the first person that talks to me is um, the director of steward stewardship, I think she said she was. And uh, soon she starts talking to me, my heart starts racing. Palms are getting sweaty. I'm getting nauseous. <laughs> she walks away, you know, after we have a conversation, talk about my kids and whatnot. And then... Um, the deacon comes over and uh, the guy he was with, uh, Brother Paul, they call him, um, and they start talking to me. Now I'm full blown, bro, like nauseous, stomach's turning. I, I'm like, oh, man, when are we going to start cleaning? I keep looking at the time. I'm like, it's nine o'clock. Why, why aren't we cleaning? I was getting nervous as hell, man, like really, really nervous. Um, but once we started cleaning, I was good. You know me, work is a gift. So to me, I was like, oh, I'm gifted. I'm, I'm, I'm going to work. That's That's a beautiful thing. But I was very, very uncomfortable. And when I came home, not to get too graphic, um, but the bathroom did not like me. It was, it was just bad, you know. And but I, like I said, I realized like I can't make a difference if I can't talk to people, you know. Like how am I gonna impact people if I can't have interaction with them, you know? Just the week before that, they have a station of the cross every Friday at the church, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? That sounds pretty cool. Let me go, thinking it'll be like a full mass. It was like eight people in there. I walked in and was this like seconds away from turning around to walk out. The deacon saw me and he was like, oh, hey, how you doing? So I'm like, I, I can't leave now. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I try to take like a spot like behind like one of the pillars. So like I'm there, but nobody sees me. And then the next Sunday at church, the, everybody that was there was saying hi to me. My well, thing is that hopefully if I keep putting myself in these positions, I can try to rewire my brain to be comfortable with it. But it, it ain't working. Or you end up <clears throat> having yet. a fucking stroker and, and an ulcer. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because after I did that, right, they have this classic book fair at my daughter's school. I go to log in to fill up her e-wallet. And uh, first thing that pops up, you know, trying to guilt the parents. And it's like, well, out of the 50 slots we had for volunteers, we still have 40 of them open. Mm. So I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> good for that. Good for so I'm like, well, you know what? So in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go to Wednesday. I'm off Wednesday. I'm going to go in. If they have any spots that's completely open, I'm signing up. Thinking at least one slot will be open. No, nope, they had a spot open. So I signed up. 10 o'clock to go to the book fair. Same thing. Soon as I walk in, man, palms started sweating. I felt faint, like legitimately felt faint the entire time. Like, you know, like when you, you get like that little wooziness in your head. But you, you sound like how I get when I have to, when I know I gotta give blood. That's, that's how, I, how I felt. That's when how I, I gotta felt. give blood. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm gotta, saying. Like, you know, I, I say that I'm an introvert and people like laugh at it, but I'm like 100% legit. Like, being around people isn't like, that anxiety? Brings me. Like, yeah, but it's only I only get that it, when I'm around a, people. It's a, it's a social anxiety. It's, well, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's uh, around people. That's the other thing with me, like, like I get anxiety. My mind is, I guess it's different. I guess maybe I'm not introverted because, like, I don't mind talking to people, but I'm weird about it. Like, perfect example, like when I'm on Instagram and if I, if I somebody like DMs me something, 
and I replied to them, and I see them like replying back. I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk right now. I just wanted to yeah. answer that. Like, <laughs> like I, I wasn't, I wasn't mentally prepared for a full conversation. So I just let me shut this shit real quick. I don't want them to see my bubbles pop up. I don't want none of that shit. I'm, and I reply like at midnight when I know they're probably not on the phone no more. They're probably sleeping at that point. <laughs> you know, like, so that's why for me, I don't know, man. I, I just, I just. I like talking to people. I like interacting with people, but just I don't know, man. It just I, I, I don't feel comfortable in certain situations, and I try. And I guess, like I said, maybe you're right, maybe because that is a trait of, of the difference between, uh, introvert and extrovert. That extrovert gets like you did, exhausted from confrontation. Whereas me, I guess I don't get that. I get that initially, like when I first go into somewhere, or I first go out. I'm not comfortable. Be it a job, a convention, or whatever the case may be. I initially have that feeling like I don't I don't want nobody to talk to me. I don't want to be like I just want to be left alone. I, I don't I want to be invisible. But the minute I get some sort of interaction interaction with somebody and like I'm like I realize like I'm not gonna die, like I relax. And I think that for me it's just that I'm just so terrified of the outside world. Like I don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? So it's like I once I realize like okay I'm okay I'm I'm in a safe place. Then I can relax and be easy and then. You know, yeah, see, and it's one of, one of the other things um, that, that I had thought of, because like I said, once I'm working, I seem to be okay, right? Um, because when you're working, is, you're not dealing with people, you're just working, you know? Yeah, but even even more than that, like, when we went um, to the wake, you know, for a co-worker, I went with my uniform, um, and I use the excuse that, you know, well, it's right from work, whatever, whatever, I could have brought clothes and changed. Uh, the reason why I went with my uniform is because... That's where I'm I'm confident as hell. So I put my uniform on. To me, that's like that's like a superhero outfit. You know, like I have my uniform on and I have that confidence. You know, I'm standing up a little taller, you know, my, my shoulders are back. Like I I'm like, yeah, that's this is me. Like I'm good, you know. So so some of it too, I'm like, I it makes me wonder like how much of it is introvertedness and how much of it is just kind of not having that confidence around people because it's not really something I generally used to do. You know, same thing as as a kid, like you get me in the hallways, I'm quiet, I was reserved. You put me on the basketball court, I was the loudest one day, playing, you know, whatever, because that's where I was confident. You know, I don't know how much of it is introvertedness and how much of it is lack of confidence in social situations. But when I was at the the book fair, you know, and the one mom, you know, actually all the moms were like, oh, you know, it's really cool to see you here. You know, we asked our husbands and they're like, oh, but we can't do that. We can't deal with people. I said, neither can I. I said, my palms are sweating right now. Like, I feel like I'm a faint. You know, and they were laughing. And, uh, and Mikey's shoulders palmy. No, look. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm like, I'm, I'm legit. I was like, but, you know, I, I want to try to change this part of me. Like, I don't like the fact that I can't be around people without having to, like, physically be doing something. Um, I was like, well, either one or two things are going to happen. I said, either I'm, I'm going to break this. I was like, or I'm going to have a panic attack one day in the middle of a social situation and be hospitalized. I don't know. Whichever one comes first, and then from there, I could decide where to go from it. You know, and that's what I was saying. It was funny that you had said that. But, uh, but you know, I was doing the book fair. It was cry. I messed up for, like, the first, like, four or five transactions. I was working the cashier. And um, that's it was a good okay. spot for you, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That's what the guy that can't deal with people at cashier. Yeah, well, I mean, it was either cashier or walking around with the kids. Where he's got to add, subtract, and deal with people. <laughs> all all simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like, I did a couple of mistakes. And, um, you know, the, the world didn't end, you know? So I helped ease my my anxiety a bit, you know? So but, I'm, 
I'm looking here, right? Just not to, you know, break the story, but so that we all understand extrovert, right? Because I'm not going to front. I had a little bit of questions myself on the definition. Um, I know the idea, the meaning, thought, you know, I just want to actually see what it says. But as a noun, it says an, an outgoing, gregarious person who thrives in a dynamic environment and seeks to maximize social engagement. Then the psychology of it, it says a person characterized by introversion is a person concerned primarily with the physical and social environment. So that would be kind of what you're saying about being concerned, you know, around with people, the social environment portion of it, where some people physical, they stay inside because they're scared of the outside. And then the other end of it is the social end, which is what what you're having an issue with that and you're that, trying that, to change, right, Mike? And that's what it was. Like, yeah. I, I think the, the art, like, for me, why I kept thinking, like, I, I'm introverted because I just, like, and after talking to Mikey about how he did it, I'm like, maybe I'm not as introverted as I think I am. But it's just that, I don't know, maybe I'm just comfortable being alone. You know what I mean? I've yeah. always been like that since well, I was a you know, kid. You know what I mean? I heard, I not, everything, not everything needs to be labeled. I mean, we could have a little bit of of, of all aspects in our, our personality, you know? Because like I said, if I'm out and I'm physical, um, and that's where my confidence has shifted as I've grown older is really in my, my physical abilities. If I'm out and about and I'm physical, um, my confidence is there. You know, if I'm if I'm in my work uniform, I, I feel like a million bucks because that's, that's where I'm confident. And what I find interesting is that you oh, you keep shit. referring to it as confidence, and for me, I keep referring to it as comfort. Like like that just shows the difference in mindset. Where you want to be in a position where you're confident, and you're able to. And for me, I'm like I just want to be comfortable. Like I I don't I, I don't need to. I just want to be comfortable. I want to be yeah, relaxed. No, I, I've I've given up on on comfort, man. Comfort I, I feel is just it's not something that I, I strive to have in my daily, you know, no, me, I, I, all is, I want is when, uh, when I'm relaxing, you know, at the end well, of the comfort, night, I want to be comfortable. Comfort is no change, right? But it is. And that's how I feel, you know, once, once you get into that, that comfort, that, that's where everything starts. And, that, to and that's why, and that's why we're all in apart. positions because I'm looking for comfort <laughs> and you're looking, you're looking for confidence. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, all that you oh shitting about over there, Juan. So introvert, right? Uh, so, I mean, you know, we looked up extrovert. Why not look up introvert? It says, as a noun is the definition, a person who prefers calm environments, limits social engagement, or embraces a greater than average preference for solitude. See, that, that sounds like me to the T. Now, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Got a little bit of both. Psychologically, it says, a person characterized by concern primarily with his or her own thoughts and feelings introvert yourself your own thoughts and feelings and then extrovert the environment and social engagement pretty interesting i was watch, i don't know if i said it to you mike you uh, there was a gentleman talking about the difference between introverts and extroverts and they were saying how like they could both go to the same exact situation and yeah. like a party for example i think he used you they go to a party this morning yeah, the, the introvert is going to go there and, and it's like a battery. The, every social engagement is going to deplete a little bit of that battery because it takes so much energy to be there. Whereas an extrovert, they're going to, you know, gain. They're going to charge their battery because every interaction they have with a person, 
makes them feel a little more, you know, and that, and I know, like, for me, that's exactly how I feel. Once I go to a party and I start, like, relaxing and, like, at first I get there, I'm like, I don't really, you know, feel if I don't feel comfortable, if I don't know anybody. But the minute I start knowing somebody and I start talking, I start being comfortable, then it's where I'm able to, like, kind of, you know, branch off and talk to people and not have a problem. But, like, at first, like, if, if I if I can sit there and nobody pays mind to me and nobody talks to me, like, I'm perfectly content with it. I'm all right with it. I don't, you know, I don't feel weird. You know, but that's like I said, I I, I don't know what's my obsession with trying to make myself one way or it. the other. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but at the end of the day, it's like I, I don't know what it is. I, I, you know, and at the end I, of the I, day, I, it's exhausting. Yeah, no matter what, <laughs> it is. No matter what I'm doing, I'm, I'm done. Whether I've talked to nobody, or I've talked to everybody. I, I'm my battery's <laughs> trained either way. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter. Not, I, I I think you know people probably have a little bit of both inside of them. You know, but you know, like, my, my thing is, you know, I, I always wonder, like, how much of, of us is, like, truly, truly, like, hardwired, like, that's what we are, and how much of us is, is able to be adapted, you know? I, and, I, and that's where I've kind of been the, the past, like, two months, just really trying to, like, see my areas where, like, I... I transcend where, where I feel like I excel at and then just completely like screw it all up and see. I don't think any of it is like, is like really like hardwired per se. Like you look at like, like a, like a baby lion, for example, right? Like they're not really taught to be lions. They just, they yeah. just are. Yeah. I mean like they, they out the gate, you know, and, and as humans, we're not like that. Like we, we are, if you look at people, they are nine out of 10 times, not every time, nine out of 10 times, their personality or the way they are is because of their social situations, what they were brought up in, either in the family they were brought up in, the community they were brought up in, like all that ties directly into the makeup of a person. I mean, we're so unique. We're not like regular animals where, you know, animals like those turtles, right? They don't got to be told that, you know, to come back to land and bury their babies and then go to sea. Like they just do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they don't, they don't, when, yeah, and the when those hatch. Turtles, they, they just go, they into, the go into the ocean. And they without no family. They grow up in the ocean by themselves. But yes, they know, oh, you know, it's mating time. Let me go back to the beach. Like nobody told them that. They just instinctively know because that's how they are. But us, I mean, not to get crazy, but you know, we're we're different than everything else, you know. Yeah. Yeah, not but really you, sure why. Right, but how how many times, you know, how many times you see like somebody um grows up without, you know, a certain parent, and yet people will see them. And back, oh, you know, you were just like the way your father was, or you just like the way your mother was, but they never met their mother or their father. You know, I mean, there's something that's passed through through the DNA or, or whatever it is. There's something that's passed through that does mold us some some way. You know, I feel like I feel like um, there's there's certain models. All right, I break it down kind of real simple. There's certain models of people, right? Everybody fits into a certain mold. I'll say mold. That's better. Certain mold. So as everybody fits in a certain mold, you may be a different color. You may be a different height. You may be a little bit skinny, a little bit fatter, longer face. But it's kind of like the same mold with those same, with the same personality that it follows with that mold. But somewhere in life, things happen and changes that personality and that character to turn yeah. out into a turn it in a different direction yeah 
for for lack of a better word, different direction. All right, so you have people that can be very outgoing and very uppity and very happy, and then you know they lose everything. They lose their family, right? They lose it all. They lose their house. They have nothing now. They're on the street. You know, they may be you no. Know, um, uh, what's what's the homes? Um, halfway house or an orphanage or something like that. So you went from having something to having nothing. You used to be happy-go-lucky. Now you're miserable, depressed, uh, dark. You know what I mean? Like social your life, life change, life, life, life yeah. changes can can de- direct that character that you start out with. That's, that's yeah. how I see it. I mean, there are yeah. there are certain things that you see. Like, I, I, now that I'm thinking back, that there has been situations where people have done stuff, and it's like, yo, where where you get that from? Like, how you know to do that? You know, it's like it's like weird because it is. It's almost like it's in the DNA. Like, like we just talked about about those turtles. Like, it's just in them to know. Like, yeah. they don't have to be taught. They, so there is certain. Yeah, I, I mean, I now that yeah, I'm see, thinking, but back, that's I, that's I have that's what that. you know. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking more in the sense of, like, if I have. I strive in routine, right? Like, so every morning I wake up 4, 4.30, I, I do my, my journaling, my Bible, my reading, my workout. I come inside, I vacuum, I pack the lunches. Like, everything is, and, and I'm on key, bro. No matter what it is, if, if it's in my, my, my routine, my schedule, like, if I know beforehand that it's there, no matter what, I'm going to get it all done. You know, I, I could have 10 things today. And then by the end of the day, back, you know what? I need to add these four things to my routine in the morning. The next morning, in the same amount of time, I will do those 14 things because I knew ahead of time what my schedule was. So I thrive in a schedule and a routine. You know, and then there's some people that don't like to have that boxed-in feeling of a schedule or a routine. They like to just kind of fly off and do whatever happens, you know? And then but I've noticed... No, sometimes it does. But <laughs> no, I've, I've noticed... I, like, I've noticed for me, like, let's say... In the morning, um, for example, I, I always pack my daughter's lunches. I do, you know, I, I get Julie's first. I put her water bottle, put her lunch. I put her bag on the chair and everything is good. Then I go pack Vanessa's. I put everything put on the chair. So I'm very regimented. So if Julie doesn't have her bag where it normally is, I almost always forget to put her water in it. I don't know why. I'll have to find the bag. I'll put the bag, put the lunch, and I forget the water. Because now I did something that wasn't in my scheduled routine. You know what I'm saying? So that's the part of me that I'm like, or one part of me that I'm like, you know, I I, I want to change this. I want to be able to have my plans get derailed, but not get derailed myself. Like I want my plans to get screwed up and be like, ah, that's all right. Let's adapt. Let's let's refigure. Let's take a second and let's keep moving and still have that same success rate that I have under my structure. You know, so that's what I'm, that's, you know, so that's what I mean. Like as far as like, what can we change? Like, can I, you know, make myself mentally okay with, you know, having things go out of structure? Like, can I have both? Can I can I strive under a routine? And can I strive when my routine gets screwed up? You know, can I strive alone with my thoughts and my reading and my journaling? And can I take that same energy and then thrive in a social situation? I mean, like, instead of having either or, trying to see if i can have and you want to have your cake and eat it too which i don't know where that saying ever came from because if you have cake you should be able to eat it 
You're right. You're right. What's the yeah, point bro, of giving I'm, me cake if I can't eat it? I, I don't know where. I mean, see, I either eat, I, I, and I'm not even stoned. I, I, I'm, I've stuck to the idea of not smoking, so I'm here sober today, and it still happens. I still instantly right away is like, but yeah, no. I mean, you would think that you can, right? I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I'm talking. I'm sitting here. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, why, like. I get why you want to grow the person you want to be, but I'm like, yo, like, why, 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 why complicate your life to that point? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, it, it, for, for one, right? For one, like I said, it. And again, that's different way, for me. I, I'm very, I want comfort. I want comfort. Yeah. Different mold. Like the way, the way it's really, it really like a few things. You know, the the first thing, and like I've said many times. And this, this happened to me, I want to say about maybe 10, 12 years ago. And I got to a point where I felt like I wasn't growing. And I legitimately, in my mind, was like, okay, now I'm starting to die. Right? Because at some point, as, as things live, it only grows so much. And then there's a decline. So I got to a point that I legitimately, and we had a gentleman's night. I don't remember if you were there or not. One, and we had a gentleman's night. And, and I said it out loud. And everybody's like, yo, what, what the hell's going on with you? You know, but that's that's how I feel. I feel like if I'm not actively trying to grow or add pieces to me, I feel like I'm at that point I've started the decline um, and I'm not ready for the decline. And the other thing is, you know, granted, maybe, you know, some people see me and they're like, oh, you know, he looks like he has it all together. He's this, he's that. That's fine. But. Like I said, I want to be able to impact people. I want to be able to help people change their perspective. Now, I can't really do that. If I don't show change in myself, like you can't, you know, be at the top, you know, or whatever, or, or the perceived top and everybody think you got it all together and you're like, oh yeah, no, no, come on. You could, you could do this too. And they're like, well, you know, I can't do it because I'm not X, Y, and Z, but they don't see, you know, like they won't be able to see change in me. Whereas if, if I'm a certain way, good, bad, or indifferent, and I can adapt to try to be another certain way, then all of a sudden the people around me. You know, and specifically, mostly my kids, you know, they see like, oh, okay, so we're not, you know, narrowed into just one way. You know, I see that, you know, my dad or I see that Mike was this way for a while and I see him starting to change. You know, I, I've known him to be this way for so long, but you know what, if he could change that about him, then, then maybe I could change this quality about me and I could be a little bit better. You know what I mean? So it's, there's like a lot to it. Yeah, I mean, you, you see like, often i mean you see it, people in the same situation you know and we, we spoke about it here before in the past about people being two people being in the same exact situation and having completely different outcomes based on just the idea of that being able to change and, and do things differently to to get to a different position like to be like yeah. you know where some people see their life and being you know being brought up in poverty and having not having anything and be like, you know what? This is I'm not gonna have this. This is not gonna, this is not for me. This is not gonna be for my family. I'm gonna end the cycle. I'm gonna you know switch this up. Excuse me. And then on the flip side, you have other people that be like, you know, this is it. I was born into this. Like I can't do nothing about it. And, and just kind of yeah. give into it. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, man, I don't know, man. I, I just look at like, I mean, realistically, right? It was like the, the midlife, right? Like midlife, we're midlife. Like we're, we're, we are technically, I guess, halfway through our, our life cycle, right? I mean, I, I got to assume that 80 is about where it's going to be, right? Because that's yeah, roughly yeah. the average. 
So like I'm literally in in the middle of my life cycle. You know what I mean? And I'm like, on I'm on the bottom of that hill a little bit. <laughs> and and little we we definitely at that point where we had you know more years behind us than ahead of us. At least more good years, you know. But and, and that's what it is. It's like it's like do I want to spend those years reflecting on the shit uncomfortable? I uncomfortable you know but i mean then again but then you always hear that well it's never too late to change but it's like it i don't know man i don't know you know and it's about leaving that impact you know and you know it is too it's it's about exposure right and, and what i mean by that is i was I, I ended up going out friday night with the dads in town um it was a last minute uh invite i was home with the girls um elaine just came home and i get the text like yo you want to come cigars and, and fire pit normally i would have said nope can't do it i didn't plan this this isn't part of the plan, right? That, that was, it's not in my, my schedule. Thing. My thing would be, well, no, because, I, um, you know, Elaine wasn't supposed to be home yet. She got home a little early. That's okay. That was her plan. My plan was to come home, do X, Y, Z, sit, watch TV with the kids. So instantly, I wanted to say no. Well, me, but I would have just said no because, like, I got to be around people. I just want to be home. I don't want to do nothing. So, but I've been trying to change things. So I'm like, all right, well, there might be some people there. So that's going to help me with my outgoingness. And this isn't part of the plan. As much as it like scared me and like really bothered me, I was like, "Yeah, I'll be there." Um, so I went, you know, and and we started talking about all everything as we always do. But one of the things that came up was retirement. And the one gentleman wants to retire in Mexico, and he kept talking about riding horses on the beach and fishing blue tuna, and he's going on and on. And every time he talked about, it, you could see this man light up. And he was like, you know, I don't know why, but it's just it, it's. Like, it's really been on my mind, you know, like, that's that's what I want to do. And he had just vacationed there um, not too long ago. And, and the one gentleman, he was like, because you were exposed, you know, you you saw the other side of, of what your life could be. And now that you see it, now you realize, like, yeah, that's a possibility. Like, I could do that. It's now. attainable. You know, it's attainable. Whereas if he's never went and never saw people doing it, it would just be a dream to him. He's like, oh, you know, maybe I could do it, maybe I can't. But he spoke with this fire. Like, yeah, no, I, I've seen it. I can do it. And that's what I want to try to instill into somebody else. I want somebody else to, to be exposed to me changing and, and trying to adapt to different things and being okay with things and say, you know what? I saw him do it. And if he could do it, I could do it too. You know, that's what, that's what I want. I want to give somebody that exposure, that kind of light bulb moment of, yeah, I could do it. I could do it. I've seen it happen. I've seen somebody do it, and he's no better than me. So if he could do it, I could do it. Right? Because that's at the end of the day, I'm no better than nobody else. But we all have the same things inside of us. Like it's just a matter of, of making that decision. So, you know, if I could do it, then anybody else could do it. Just a matter of making that decision and seeing that you could do it. We always talk, I've always talked about the 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 four minute mile, right? Yeah. For years. For years. That was the humanly impossible. Crazy. Humanly impossible. Humanly impossible. All you needed was one crazy SOB to be like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And now people do that shit on the regular. Yeah. Something that was deemed scientifically, humanly impossible to do is now like a standard for like high school kids. It was really deemed scientifically impossible? Yeah. Yes, said, it was deemed they, scientifically it was, impossible. It was, it was physically impossible for a human to move that fast. But it was it was just that nobody and and then it's crazy because once somebody did it, all of a sudden it was like, right? And how it, many times? I how many times? And, how many times we don't see that at work, right? When you're trying to do something, and somebody's like, "Oh no 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 no," you do it like this, and you're like, "Nah, I don't think that's gonna work." So you try it, 
nah, it don't work. And that homeboy comes over and shows you what he did. And now you're like, oh, it can work. Now, all of a sudden, everyone you're doing, you're doing like that. Why? Because now you have the belief. Yeah, now you've true. seen this can be done. Seeing is believing. There you go. So, you know, that's that's one of the, the main reasons why. You know, that and then, like I said, you know, the selfish reason is I'm, I'm not ready to, you know, say that I'm on the decline. So I'm just going to keep trying to grow until I can. Well, I would love and then to say. once I can't, then I, I hope that I would decide at that point, like, okay, I've, I've done, you know, like Troy Palomalu, right? He retired because he can no longer innovate and he was okay with it. You know, he said, all right, I've did everything that I, I think I can do. I'm no longer on that upswing. It's time for me to, to bow now, down not, and retire. Now, now that I want to put this into your head, you know, I don't want to put this and back. Now he Juju. teaches math in Pennsylvania. It's okay. But, no, I'm saying but, he's still innovating, different way, <laughs> adapting. See that? Yeah. Look at that, swinging but, it right back around. But now, like, again, because the way my mind gets right away, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still hardwired into that negativity, right? But now, like, my thing is like, all right, so now when you realize that you're on that downswing, you're not growing anymore. Then what? Then you I, get to watch the world around you grow, and you get to see the seeds you planted. You get to see your kids grow into these, you know, hopefully these fine young adults, these fine adults. You get to see younger people you mentored excel and maybe hopefully go past where you went. You know, like that's 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 your that's your that's what you get in return for, for the, the seeds you sow. Now you get to see your fruit go and bless the world, hopefully more than we could bless it ourselves. You know, they, 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 they speak about in the Bible, about the seeds you sow and, and the trees that grow from it, right? If, if you plant a seed for a tree, most likely by the time that tree is fully grown, you're not around to enjoy it. But that shade is now giving somebody else comfort, right? So what you put in that ground years after you're gone now is giving comfort to somebody else. You know, so once you get to that point where it's like, all right, I'm, I'm done growing. I've, I've sowed my seeds. I've done everything I can. Let me just watch and enjoy the world that I've helped cultivate in my area and then watch those people go out into their areas. And then, you know, until the day you're no longer on this earth. And then at that point, you know, it is what it is that that it all depends on what you believe in that point. And you got me nauseous just thinking about that and not being here. I don't, I don't want to go. <laughs> I, did, I just started liking it here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, the, the, I just the, to me, the, the point like, is, is, is. Trying to leave something that's going to transcend me, you know? And I can't do that sitting in my, my living room by myself reading in the morning. I can't either, you know? but I think I'm kind of fine with it. I'm kind of fine with it. I I, I like, I, I you know, I, I'm not, actually, I'm not. I have to be. I say I want to convince myself that I'm fine with it so that when I don't pull through and do stuff that I want to do, I'm like, I'm okay, I'm fine with it. But, I mean, but obviously I'm not because I keep thinking about it. I'm, I'm battling it. Like, it's a constant struggle with me, but... That's neither here nor there. That's a story for another another day. So we're going to wrap it up here. Like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is your time. And we appreciate everybody that gave their time to sit down and listen to us. For uh, for year three, you know, the new season of Not So Worth Mentioning, we got some more nonsense that's worth mentioning. And, year two, uh, season three. Yeah. Well, the third start of the third season. Yeah, but you, you said year three. Oh, whatever. Well, it's going to be the third year. Yeah, season two, year two, season three, whatever. Who knows? Threes and anyway, threes. Three is a magical threes. number. 
He's a magic number. So, like, yes, again, right. thank Three. you, everybody. We love you. And uh, stay up. Stay blessed. Peace.